Hello and welcome to the Problematic Sticker Podcast. I'm your host, Chili. We're talking about anime because that's what we do. Uh, first, I want to bring up the fact that Seacon is coming to England this year, so please go check out Seacon. Um, their tickets are £77. I'm checked to see if they're still on sale, but the other tickets might be on sale now by anyway. Also, yeah, I oh, can't wait. Um, there's also something about going to KupoCon this year, but more details there in India. Um, so, enough plug-in stuff. We've got some guests, because otherwise it would just be me talking to myself about animes. which That would be wants. amazing. Nobody wants that. Everybody no, wants nobody that. Nobody wants that. I want that. Okay, Klaus. <laughs> As you can hear, we've got the guest Klaus. Woo-hoo. Hi. How are you today? I was just asking you the same thing. I'm actually doing pretty good. I had a uh, an amazing weekend. I uh, went to go see Distant Worlds on Friday night, and that was an absolutely amazing show. Um, I saw you streaming of... BA as well. I'm jealous. Oh, doing some of uh, the Baldesian Arsenal yeah. in Final Fantasy XIV yeah. on Twitch.tv slash Phoenix Down Radio. Yeah, Twitch.tv slash Phoenix Down Radio. <laughs> go subscribe. Um, and we've also been... Uh, doing some uh, Twitch Sings, which is a, a beta game that uh, Twitch is doing in uh, collaboration with Harmonix, the people who brought us uh, Guitar Hero. Yeah. That's been a fun game. And kind of getting ready for uh, Anime Detour coming up at the end of the month. Um, really excited for that. Uh, it's kind of funny, you know, I had said, talked about that I'm going to be doing a uh, panel there. Just after the show last week, um, I actually got the confirmation of the date and time that my panel will be going. Nice. So if you're, if you're at Anime Detour, uh, my panel, so you want to be a podcaster, will be going live at 10.30 a.m. Um, on Saturday. So make sure to stop in and check that out. I don't remember what room it was, but uh, it'll be in the programming. So. Oh, that's cool. Man, I wish I was that cool. Well, I'm I'm hoping that you can join me on it, like through Discord or something. Yeah. I'll give that a try if it's possible. And, and depending on the, the quality of the internet. so yeah. My hope is to be able to stream it uh, live oh, nice. and then also put it up as a, an extra podcast episode for people to go back to. So, oh, cool. So that's me. I look forward to it. So do I. Uh, and so should everybody else. Um, and we've got a Gary. Gary. Yes, you have a Gary. He's here welcome me how are you today <laughs> we welcome you joy i'm pretty good i'm pretty good thanks for asking man nice how is your week it's been it's been decent it's been decent can't really complain too much nice well you could but nobody would listen yeah hey, we're here. i'm here to listen i'm here to listen and make fun of we know no when i ever have i ever taken the piss uh, when you have to. You laugh That's at me all the time. True. Man. That's not you true. You laugh at me all the time. Ah, 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 ah. Okay, Titus. That's a good reference. Hey. Yeah, it's a tip. We Back. missed you. Did you? Yes, we did. We, we were saying. Well, we did say, Timmy, come back. Come back. Timmy, come back. That's the song. I think. We even changed servers to hopefully make your connection much better. Yeah. So how are you, Tim? Um, okay. Yay! Is uh, that a lie, Tim? It sounds like a lie. Nah. The cake is a lie. 
By the way, tasty, I, tasty I was on the um, Digital Fiasco Twitch podcast on Tuesday, which was where we talked about other video, um, like, st- um, was it exploration environmental story environmental storytelling? And I told everyone that I had the companion cube, and Gary laughed at me. And then I showed the picture of the fact that I actually have a companion cube because I'm. And you couldn't hear me laughing after that. <laughs> <laughs> because he muted himself so he can continue laughing. Because I'm cool and I have uh, a companion uh, cube. What kind of companion should be getting out of it? Keeping you warm at night? Well, it says plush cushion, so yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> You've got to have a heating element in it. Yeah. And it have hearts to smile. Does it, make, does it make fun of you too? No, it can't talk. <laughs> How can it make fun? Well, it should talk. Like virus. <laughs> So yeah. Anyway, Tim, we missed you. That's a fact. I'm sorry. Oh. But we're glad you're here. So, animes. We they, they exist. But before we go to our weekly stuff, let's quickly talk about the fact that Funimation teased Toei teased something for Dragon Ball on the 4th of something March. legendary. Something legendary. Now, I joked and said a Xenoverse anime because I would have preferred that to Heroes. But um, instead, we're getting a collector's edition box up, box with all the Blu-ray masters. from. It's actually the Blu-ray masters from Japan and not the ones that Funimation had. So it's actually improved versions of the actual Blu-ray. Um, which will be hit in the States if enough people sign up for saying that they want the product. Now... Being Dragon Ball, I'm not sure if they would be able to reach their target because we know Dragon Ball is one of those very unheard of animes. I mean, who's ever heard of Dragon Ball here? Not me. Anyone? No, no, I don't know which time See, and they only Dragon want... Ball. They want 2,500 signatures for them to make it. So, I'm not sure if they're going to make that, but if they do, then the, this Ultimate Collection will be released in the US. And maybe in Europe eventually. No, it's like over nine thousand dollars. No, and but, uh, what what does this collector's edition uh, entail? It has the Blu-ray, an art book, if I'm rightly, a special poster, and a statue. So, and the statue is probably going to be of some unknown character, probably Goku. It's one hundred percent going to be Goku because that's the only character anybody gives a shit about. Hey, it could world. be Goten. It could be adult Goten who is just Goku, really. <laughs> no, no, no. It's going to be Yamcha. Oh yeah, it's a the, the yeah. Oh my god, he is the most important, isn't he? Oh my it god, it doesn't matter. I will take any statue that's not a Goku statue. You know what? I, I want the statue to be like a bookend, but it's just Yamcha's corpse. Yeah, the, all the DVs go between for his corpses. You know, on, on, in the hole. Give me a statue of Oolong. I'll take that. I don't care. <laughs> Oolong with the one it's, side. It's going to be panties. Master Roshi. Oh, that would be best. With hentai. Yes, I would pay for that. Um, yeah, I, I, I already have the Blu-rays. I don't. I don't. So I'm going to buy this. Want it? Well, I say I'm going to buy this, but knowing, <sighs> knowing Toei and that, it'll be like 2,500 signatures for America. 100 billion for Europe. Oh, no, you didn't make it. Oh, no, you're not getting it now. Bye. <laughs> yeah, so for a little bit of context, when the Blu-rays came out, they're Amazon exclusive. It was a box set. 
and it retailed for I believe a hundred and seventy, hundred eighty dollars. Yeah. And so I can't even imagine. So this is probably going to be maybe three hundred dollars. Yeah, three hundred. If it includes a, a figure like that, yeah, probably. Yeah. And an art book specially designed for this set, so there's a brand new art book. Yeah. And also remember, this is the first time that these masters have been used outside Japan as well. Yeah, and oh god, what was I gonna say? Oh, it is the uh, 20th anniversary of Dragon Ball Z here, here in America. Yeah, 20th in America. I think it's 30th to get all, all of Dragon Ball's 30th yeah. anniversary. Yeah. Uh, it's the 20 year anniversary here in America of Dragon Ball Z, so that's probably why they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, I still never forget the fact that we got Dragon Ball after GT. It was so confusing, Gary. Why was Krillin a kid again? Why is Goku? Why is everyone kids? What's going on? I thought Goku yeah. went away with the dragon. <laughs> you, guys got, you guys got screwed, man. Yeah. Uh, how we got the extended GT as well? You know, like the uh, the DVDs had like a, a lost episodes. Yeah. We got those as our standard series, so we got an extended Dragon Ball GT, but less Dragon Ball. <laughs> So, yay! Wow. That's what Europe wants, GT! Step into the Grand Tour, Grand Tour, step into the Grand Tour, Dragon Ball GT. Anyway, enough Dragon Ball talk. As much as I want to keep doing it, it's, it's making Klaus fall asleep. There we go. Um, Is there any way you could snore with the echo on? The God Boys? Oh, so hot. <laughs> <laughs> So, Sorry to all you listeners out there. Because I've been talking a lot. Um, so people who have something good to listen to, we'll have Gary talk instead. Gary, talk my about voice, the fairy tales. My voice sounds like doo-doo, man. What are you talking about? It sounds better than mine. Fairy tales. <laughs> the tales yes, of fairies. So fairy, fairy tale. After last week's hectic episode, uh, we had an episode that really slowed down to a crawl up until the end. Um, so after defeating two of the 12, uh, Spriggan 12, um, capturing one of them, um, the, the, the fairy tale guild has gotten allies coming in now. Uh, all the guilds in all of Magnolia are joining together to fight off this invading force. And uh, Mavis, who did not want to have the other guilds interfere, pretty much doesn't really have a choice at this point. Um, so she is now sending uh, members of the Fairy Tale Guild to take on or to help out some of the other guilds uh, heading towards uh, pretty much massive battles that are happening. Um, so that was essentially the entirety of the episode is her kind of send, telling who's going where and, and who's going to be supporting who. But it seems all the players are going to are gonna have a big role uh, in the coming episodes here. And I'm kind of excited to see what, what goes on there. Uh, the big stuff that happened in this episode was while Mavis was pretty much giving out orders, uh, that everybody noticed that Natsu was missing. And they later found out uh, that Natsu had taken flight with Happy, who carries him now because it's the only means of travel he doesn't throw up at, um, towards Zeref's forces. And it's 
Zareph's main forces, uh, where Zareph himself is located at, so he can finally take on Zareph alone. Uh, when he gets there, obviously Zareph is there, so he decides that he's just going to start massacring his entire army, uh, which he does with ease. He, I believe, from the way I understood it, he killed like a thousand soldiers with like three moves because he's become so powerful now. Uh, afterwards, this forced Zareph to, to finally appear, and Zareph ordered all his forces to retreat so he can fight Natsu on his own, which is what Zareph has wanted to do for a very long time. Um, we also, in this episode, discovered the secret technique that Natsu holds, uh, that he has been saving in case this battle ever came, and he unleashes this force, and this, this ability or this magic is actually the last remaining power of Igneal, uh, the dragon who raised Natsu after he sacrificed himself in the last season, I believe, or the season before that. Um, he gave all his power, his remaining power to Natsu, but once Natsu uses this power, it's gone forever. So he pretty much has a one-time shot to take out Zareph with this power. Um, Zareph notices this power when Natsu unleashes it, and he actually becomes scared um, because he it's just an overwhelming force and Natsu just starts wailing on Zareph, um, pretty much frightening him to the point where he, the, the fear actually turns to happiness because he now believes that Natsu can kill him. And all Zareph has ever wanted was to die because he's immortal and he can't stand it anymore. And he believes this power will be able to destroy him. Um, and the big revelation we got here is right before the closing credits, uh, Zareph mentions to himself in a monologue that Natsu is actually his younger brother, which is something we did not know or it was ever hinted at. So this is very interesting news that they're related. Um, you didn't so, yeah. know that? I didn't know that, no. Did they ever mention that? Yeah, they talked about that uh, in previous episodes, you know, hinting that, uh, um, especially when you go back to when they're talk when Zareph is kind of reminiscing back to um, his younger years before he became uh, immortal, um, that he had a baby brother uh, named Natsu. Really? And that he died. And he wanted to actually spend his, uh, the reason he was looking for this, um, Re revival magic was to bring his brother back to life and he ended up uh, um, doing something very close to that and that's how he ended up with this Natsu huh you'll, you'll see more about it in the next episode yeah uh, yeah because it must I must escape that I don't know if maybe it was a translation thing where they didn't tell me in the trend in the English dub I yeah I must have missed it completely my bad no, it's fine, but like I said, it was something that they'd been hinting at for a while. Hmm. I knew there was like some connection between them. That that's really the only thing I really knew about. But yeah, I don't know. That that's cool to know. Thank you, Miles, the more you for know. clarifying that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Natsu is jumping into to do the final blow on on Zeref when the episode ends. So. I guess I'll see what happens. I know Klaus knows what happens. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a very uh, short-lived short episode. Uh, not, not really much happened here. Just preparing and 
not to. Felt really short. Felt like more of a 15-minute episode than a half-an-hour episode, which is really Action-packed, but very good. Yeah. Still, yeah, this season has been has been really good. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much Fairy Tale. Nice. This week. Baruto this week was amazing. I actually really loved it. Yes, this yeah. was a good one. Um, it was the f- uh, third and final episode of this little arc of uh, um, Parents' Child Day. I'm happy they lasted so long, but they, they didn't overstay its welcome. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I want to say that a lot of these little arcs that they're doing are about three to four episodes long. Yeah. So, I mean, it's enough to tell a cute story yeah. or in some cases a really crappy story but not overstay its welcome and then allow us to at least get a little bit more character development, uh, which I believe we'll have in the next episode. Yeah. We got some in this so, one though as well. Oh, oh yes. Yes, absolutely. Sasuke trying um, to be a good parent. Oh, it involves some of my favorite characters this week. Uh, the episode is titled tactics for getting along with your daughter. Um, basically um, this one um, centers around uh, Sasuke, who um, came back to the village because he um, had some work to do and nearby, and he wanted to at least stop in and, and you know maybe see his family because he's gone quite frequently. Yeah. And uh, ended up happening to come during this uh, parents-child um, festival. Yeah, it was completely confused of what was going on. He's like, "Why is there so many parents with their kids? What's yep. going on here?" And it ended up running into Sarada yeah. in the street, and it's like, Daddy, you're home! And he's like, yeah, um, so what's going on? So she t- fills him in as to what's going on. They see, I think they actually see Naruto's uh, little um, um, commercial about it, and then uh, so then they decide to go walk around and take a look at things. Yeah. And it is so awkward, and... It's uh, good, because... though, because it is how it is, though. It just... Sasuke hasn't, doesn't see her often, so he wouldn't know what she likes, what she does, what her personality well, is. So it makes sense that, and consider how he was raised. Sasuke was never very social. No. He is a very powerful ninja. He yeah. is skilled, he is smart, but he is not very um, versed in anything involving you know the social graces. People. People. Yes, he lacks the. He's not a people person. He's not a people as they person. Say. Um, um, like I love the scene. One of my favorite scenes has got to be when he's like, with the little girls. It's like, I want that sweet. I want that sweet. He's like, Do you want one too? It's red. It's red, just you, like your glasses and your outfit. You like red, right? <laughs> Maybe I'll go get back and get you a tomato. They had tomatoes someone back there. Someone was selling chilled <laughs> tomatoes back there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they run in, into uh, um, uh, brain. They run into uh, Kakashi. Oh yeah. And Kakashi's all like, "So I see you're having some issues, you know, dealing with uh, Sarada today. Um, let me help you. This will help you." And he holds up the Bible uh, or his Bible. Yeah. Make out tactics. Yeah, because that's gonna help with father daughter. In fact, no, I don't want to end that sentence. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> make out, make out tactics always work. But Ben, if you had finished out that sentence, we would have to give you one of these. All I know is, <laughs> Daddy. Stop, Ed. <laughs> oh, um, but ev- every action he that Kakashi recommended yeah. ended up basically digging a, a deeper hole. For Sasuke, it did not work. It all backfired. It was hilarious, though. That was great. Um, 
But what ends up uh, helping out is um, he ends up um, talking with uh, uh, why am I so bad with names right now? Oh, can't They talked with Sakura his, his at one point. Wife. Yeah. Sakura, yes. yes. That's what I was trying to think yeah. of. Um, and they they basically end up talking a bit about everything, and um, and also uh, Sasuke kind of remembers back to his childhood when yeah. he was trying to um, learn the fireball impress... jutsu to impress his father. Yep, and he's trying to impress like... his father to get his approval. He's and like, you're uh, nothing he... like my other son. Um, I'm sorry, I'm thinking, well, of course he's nothing like the other son. The other son was attaching one of the geniuses of the ninja world. It's like it's not fair. No, I mean, yeah, it's like <laughs> comparing uh. Never mind. Yeah, it's no. <laughs> but um, so he ends up kind of remembering the feelings that he had as a kid and trying to then integrate that with how he deals with uh, Sarada. And then he ends up finding her at the training grounds. And uh, they end up having a little bit of a tiny father-daughter competition with the, yeah. uh, the shuriken. And that was actually a really cute scene as well, where they're kind of goofing around back and forth. Yeah. She would throw a shuriken, he'd, he'd throw one, and it would knock it away. And uh, they'd just continue that. And eventually, they ended up cutting the target, which was a floating log tied to a post. It ended up getting cut free and floating down the river. And Sasuke's like, you're not going to give up, are you? And she's like, no, I'm not. And then she throws it and yep. pretty much almost misses. Because it, it, it goes over a waterfall. Yeah, so Sasuke and hits it, it to knock it down to help her. Basically, yep, then, I feel like it's basically saying, no matter what, I'm here to help. Yep, and that you can always count on family. Yeah. Because the, the, the shuriken he used to um, deflect hers made hers hit the target dead center. Yeah. So he's kind of just proving that, you know, he may not be there all the time, but, you know, he will always be there for her. He regardless. And it ended up being a very, very cute episode. And then, I, I, like I said, it, it ended up being overall a really interesting little arc. Uh, told three different stories from three different perspectives about the same episode, about the same time frame. And uh, we even saw um, little intersections of their stories as they were happening which was kind of neat because we saw um, Naruto with Himawari. Yeah, we, we saw, um, we, we heard them talking about the, um, the eating contest in the yeah. background. And and then I like the little cutaway to all the different relationships as well. You saw um, Shikamaru and his daughter, his um, son, Shikadi, oh, like, uh, with Tamari stood over them going, mm, eat your food. And, yeah, and they're like, uh. Um, yeah, you saw, and then you saw the Choji family eating the foods. Yep, um, and we we got a cut with uh, um, Sasuke and uh, Sakura and um, Sarada having a uh, um, food, a lot of food. They had uh, oh, it was actually uh, t um, takoyaki. Oh, cool. And then we saw yeah. Rock Lee and Metal Lee. Yes. Climbing. Yep, we saw them uh, uh, climbing Bonding and uh, training their own together. Way. Like I said, I enjoyed it. So yeah, I, but, um, I was probably my, one of my favorite episodes. This, yeah, I enjoy, I enjoyed it. Saw Sasuke actually be a little bit more of a uh, a human being. He was at least trying though. That was what's good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He tried. 
he failed and then he realized what his mistakes were and uh, continued to try. Uh, I like the co that code scene where he's like, aha, this trick will always work. And he goes, Miss Code. Miss uh, Code. Yes, good times. Good times. Remember, you can catch the current episodes on Crunchyroll. Um, so go Hashtag check not a sponsor. Go check out Crunchyroll.com. <laughs> So, hashtag please sponsor us. Yeah, hashtag please sponsor us. Devilman Crybaby was our weekly anime. And it was Klaus yeah. that picked this because it was one of two choices. Yes. Which I, which mean, I, I forgot I, till like halfway through the week because I thought we were talking about that one about the cat anime that Gary suggested for a second there. What? What was the cat anime you suggested, Gary? My best friend is a cat, I think. That was it. For some reason, oh, I kept bet. thinking that was our weekly for a while. That's <laughs> <laughs> why so you guys talk about really Devilman. I'm like, oh. Yeah, so it's a good thing that Gary had mentioned something midweek that he was saying that he was really enjoying Devilman Crybaby. Yeah, yeah. And Ben was probably all like, what? Huh? Oh, crap. <laughs> I don't remember cats in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a cat in it, but... Uh, I don't want to talk way, about it. That poor oh, cat, he, it never seemed to actually have food. I felt bad for it. All right. So anyway, uh, Devilman Crybaby is basically kind of a retelling of the Devilman story. Um, it's they say it's a more direct um, adaptation of the uh, the source manga than the previous Devilman was. Um, the only main difference being uh, it's more of a modern setting and a few additional characters. But we end up uh, we have the two main characters, uh, Akira Fudo who is kind of a little bit of, he's a very kind-hearted person, but a little bit socially awkward. Um, and then his friend, Ryo Asuka, who is an extremely smart and talented uh, boy, but is a little bit, uh, he seems cold and he's kind of an asshole. I mean, but the two kind of balance off each other all, quite well throughout most of the series. Wouldn't you guys agree? Yeah, I agree. So what basically is, what happens here is uh, Ryo comes up to Akira and says, hey, um, all of these uh, devils, these demons are trying to uh, um, take over the human world and we need to stop them. And Akira's like, how do we do that? And he's like, I need you to be, to be possessed by one. He's like, what? No, we can't do that. that that's insane. I'm not going to do that. But he ends up taking him to this party um, where there's a whole bunch of drugs and dancing and sex and everything going on. The things that, that demons love, right? I mean, who, who doesn't, though? Um, so he ends up um, basically summoning the, the, uh, one of the more powerful demons there, Amon, who ends up trying to take over poor Akira's body and fails. He... he, he goes into Akira's body, but Akira's heart wins over, and he gets to maintain control, becoming Devil Man. And um, so he's gonna, they're going to use that to try and take over and defeat all these demons that are trying to um, infiltrate the human world and uh, destroy it. So we, th that's basically the, the it's a 10-episode series that revolves around 
Akira trying to stop all these demons. And I thought it was a very interesting story. I loved the style that they chose for the animation. It was very, very stylized, very different, very colorful. See, one of the things I, I see, one of the things I didn't like was the art style at the start. I'm never a big fan of that art style, but it, this grew on me in the end with the action scenes and the fight scenes and all that. I and think the, it would have been difficult for a lot of people to watch if it had been a little bit more realistic. Oh yeah, it was just that the, the, the when it started at first, it didn't that. Once it got into it, yeah, I could understand why. But when it first started, then it was a bit hit and miss. At least the first part of the first episode was hit and miss for me. Once okay. episode two came around and beyond, yeah, I was addicted. But first episode, yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's because you weren't used to it. Yeah. Um, I I actually love the art style. I loved. At first, it seems like it's really cheap. Um, but to me, I felt like the absence of a lot of colors in it, um, and, or, you know, the fact that some scenes are maybe a little too dark, but you just see the outlines of things. I think it's very striking, uh, quite honestly. Um, and the way they use bright colors to offset a lot of the dark colors, uh, was very well done. In particular, the, the what some of the scenes were, uh, they're in the photographer's area and uh the girl gets possessed yeah there was one scene where it was just a bit too dark i can't remember which scene it was exactly i felt like there was a lot of scenes that were that was what i was trying to get to as well is like there's a lot of scenes especially during the the fighting it was very dark it was a fire at night time i was like but what's going on i can hear this stuff happening but i can't see anything yeah it, there was a lot of that but like i said i mean you're supposed to be, it, I think they're trying to make you listen to it as much as watch it. They're trying to maybe utilize more senses versus just, you know, your eyes to, to kind of see what's happening. They want you to maybe imagine it a little bit, but some of it, like I said, it's dark, but you can kind of see it. There's a lot of motion. It was, like I said, it was a, a very, very different style of anime but like i said because of how actually violent and uh, graphic that that a lot of the scenes could have been if it was a more realistic style i think it actually fit very well it made it more uh, easily palatable to people who maybe ha uh, have a difficulty watching such type of, of scenes mm -hmm. uh, what about you what about you tim what did you think of the hard stuff i don't know it usually um i don't know i it kind of goes back and forth a little bit, uh, but um, I was really into it. I I usually go for a ver that more um, lucid style, which is why I really like the new um, DBZ movie so much. Fluid style, uh, even if it is a little bit um, not dated. Um, But yeah, uh, I I was really into it. Um, it took Crystal a little bit though to get behind it. She it was about I would say about six episodes before she was super sold.
particular when it comes to visuals and things. But. I know people really have the styles that they enjoy most. So it, when you when you're um, given something that deviates greatly from it, I mean, like I said, this is a very different uh, style of uh, animation versus um, Dragon Ball or Sword Art or um, Naruto, that style. So if, if you're used to seeing from a certain um, publisher, you know, it's, it, it, like I said, you, you, you do have a difficult time, you know, adjusting, but um, I, I thought that actually it was very well done and I enjoyed uh, the, the differing style. I, I, I agree. I, like I said, I, I really enjoyed the, the use of colors in this anime. For sure. But then aside from then the, this, I also did enjoy the story. Um, oh yeah, the story was mm. interesting. And well, I'm, I'm not going to spoil ending too much because it was a really good ending. Yeah, but... I don't want to spoil this ending at all because I, I want people to go into this um, anime and enjoy it, experience it. I mean, at this point, like I said, it, it's short enough to where it, it's not a huge time investment. It's going to be, it's like I said, 10 episodes. So, you know. Yeah, I watched half of it today. So I couldn't. <laughs> well, just so I had it in my, fresh in my head. Oh, yeah. But I did not expect the ending. No. At all. That, what twists? It makes perfect sense, though. Yeah. But I did not expect it. Yeah, the start definitely was the ending. And I guess I I thought that that was a masterful uh, plot twist. What about you, Gary? You you've seen the original Devil Man, right? Yes, the original Devil Man, uh, I believe, was thirty five episodes long. Wow. So, um, a lot kind of, more. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, what kind of differences did you notice with the storyline then? Um, well, for the most part, a lot of the side characters didn't get as much attention as they did in the original one. Obviously, it had more episodes. Like, mostly the demons that he fights. Uh, like, mm -hmm. the water demon uh, played a bigger role. Um, what's her name? S the, 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 the female... Celine? Yes, Celine. Thank you. Uh, she got a she got a bigger story arc as well. Uh, obviously, she had a big role to play here, but her her story was kind of over rather quickly. Uh, I thought I, I was disappointed at that by the way. I felt because the way they were building her up that she was going to be some sort of big super bad, and then it was a bit too. Yeah, she was dealt with rather early. Well, yeah, I mean... and and so was the the big horn guy that. that Came. That, yeah, that she fused with as well. well as well as, <laughs> and, and as well as the 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 turtle one, Jin Men. Yes, also played a bigger role as well. So it, it felt more like the original was more like the anime anime, where it kind of dragged out the story and yeah. had him fight a whole bunch of things before it got to the main plot. This, this was the uh, abridged version. I was gonna say this is this is um, Van Cry Kai. <laughs> Devil Man yeah, like, you guys don't want to talk about the sports so I don't know how much I can go into some of the other differences but um, Devil Man Cry Crystal <laughs> like the origin of, of you know how um, what's his name found out about the demons um, his best friend Akira's best friend Rio yes um, it, it, someone played out the same except uh, his professor 
from what I understood in this one is not what happened, but in the original one, he actually, when he was studying this tribe, he found a mask or what he assumed was a mask. And when he put it on, that mask fused with him. And what had happened was that mask was actually a skull of a... <laughs> Sorry. Ba -da -ba -ba. We're back. Technical oh. issues. Way to go, Ben. Yeah. I should say, way to go, Ben's laptop. Yeah. Way to go, Windows, you bastard. Can never trust technology. So, last thing you you'd heard was we were talking about um, the mask the, in the original. The, um, how he found it was a mask and it fused. Yeah, and I was yeah, thinking so about he, the mask from yeah, the he, movie. Yeah, he thought it was a mask, but it was actually a skull of a demon. And that's exactly where it dropped. Yeah, and he put it on, and in, in the war here, that's how demons pretty much come to be. They they fuse with whoever they're trying to possess. Uh, so this demon essentially fused with him because the demon's DNA still remains. Um, Damn you, fused Amasu! <laughs> Yeah, so so that that was one of the big changes. Um, but but the outcome still remained the same. Like the way everything played out, uh, it's just how it happened, a bit different. Yeah. Um, and obviously there's there's some more changes like what happens with uh, the the family Akira is staying with. Uh, things transpire a lot differently there. Um, and of course the the final battle uh, lasted. A lot longer, or at least it was portrayed to last it a lot longer than it did um, in this one. In this one, it was kind of pretty much like a one, maybe two episode thing. Whereas, and and, and they did the best they could to portray that it was kind of a long battle. Uh, it did but, really feel like it was rushed in this though, because it was like, and now all of humanity is dead. It's yeah, been like um, an hour. Spoilers, Ben. Sorry. <laughs> Well, if, no, but, it's not really a spoiler for those who watched the original Devil Man. Yeah, no, you you pretty much know what happened, but in this one, like the big final battle between Devil Man and you know the big bad in, in the show, uh, in the original one, they they portrayed it as the fight lasted for twenty three years, uh, and it was a continuous fight; it was nonstop, and it just ravaged everything. Um, not really portrayed the same way here, but. It had the same outcome essentially, yeah. <laughs> which is which is pretty the cool. journey was different, but the end ending was the same. Yeah, and, and 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 like I said, I feel like this one they did a fantastic job keeping the core story the same and how things played out, but kind of modernizing it, modern day setting, introducing more characters, um, giving it a little more, you know, backstory to to some of the secondary characters and not making it just about Akira and, and Devil Man. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What are the thoughts you guys have on this particular uh, series? Um, music. <laughs> oh yeah, I, you were talking about the music while we were... Um, yeah, I, I actually... Ben was gone. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't realize he was gone too. I'm sorry. Um, no, I thought the soundtrack was great. I loved like the '80s electronica that played for for most of it. Then the the hip hop rap stuff I thought was really well done, um, especially if you read the subtitles and, and hear the the words. There's one that was actually translated. Um, but yeah, no, I I actually thought the sound was pretty damn good throughout the whole thing. 
Yep, the music actually was a, a really integral part. Uh, was told a lot of the story with the um, the rest of the animation, and it, it flowed very well. I mean, I, I was extremely pleased. By the way, the intro was really good as well. That's two animated Rona that's really good intros. Yeah. I see. I didn't get to see any intro because definitely just automatically skips it for Yeah, you get to see it. Um, yeah, Africa. I mean, it's no of... JoJo Bizarre Adventures intros. Those were the best. Yeah, coming off of JoJo's, it's obviously it's really cool to have two animes with a cool soundtrack. Um, yeah. Did you did you like the soundtrack to him? Because you love the soundtrack in JoJo's. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I something about the JoJo's one definitely supersedes it, but this one was built from the ground up for it, and um. I think it has that that appeal that, like a soundtrack like, uh, um, uh, Samurai Champloo has. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice, um, nice. Yeah, very, very on point that one. It's not quite as stylized as that, but it has that like undertone club feel, and it reminisces really well for the most part. But then once it starts to change its, um, change its presentation, the so does the soundtrack, and I think it's really well thought out. Yeah, it definitely fits the mood of the show as it's happening. It was definitely yeah. well done. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I I was thrilled. I I wanted to watch it for a while, but then I always remembered just how graphic it was back in the 70s, so I couldn't even imagine what they would have done today. <laughs> um, I want to go read it now. Yeah, wonder, You should. It's really good. I wonder where... I've remembered with JoJo's. <laughs> I have. Oh my god, I have so many chapters to go in JoJo's. I think I have another seven hundred left. Only oh seven hundred. Uh, take you a couple of days. Yeah, it won't take too long. JoJo's is never ending, my friend. Dude, it's so good. I mm, I love JoJo's. I am just obsessing over it. <laughs> I need a life, man. I love JoJo's. Yeah, I mean, if you can get over the fact that you know. Devil Man was written in the seventies. You can get used to that old school art style. Okay. Um, Gary. Yes. I read stuff from the sixteen hundreds. <laughs> Those are books. This is a picture book. That's completely different, man. Yes. This, oh, dude. This one has pictures, Tim. It means completely different. <laughs> dude. If I can trudge through some of that old, archaic listing, like, factual-based stuff, I'll be fine. Look, Tim. <laughs> this, I'll be fine. This you need to use your eyeballs for. Oh, wait, no, no, that's the same as reading. Oh, oh no, wow. never mind. <laughs> uh, what kind of reading do you do? I, 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 you know, I read with my fingers. Hey, listen, Dude, I would always want to. I would always wanted to learn how to read Braille. Yeah. I, I have the hardest time watching the old-school Gundam. Like the original Gundam because it's so old looking. I can't do it. Everybody's got curly hair and shit. Yeah. I love watch... that art though. <laughs> yeah. You can't watch the original Dragon Ball, right, Gary? I can't watch the original because it's such a unique art style that he created. <laughs> it's oh, so good. Oh. Mm. I'm sorry, Gary. What? I can't. That's because you suck. I can read it. Oh my god. Because his manga construction is just beyond amazing it's the he it's did the anime tier. too 
That's fine, but his manga formation is just really top good tier. at manga. Manga. Yeah, it makes all the super stuff look yeah. like a pile of shit. I'm so happy I have all the original Dragon Ball in manga form. I'm very jelly. Yeah, Gary's like, look at this new box set. I'm like, I've had this for years. <laughs> but this is new. How is it oh new? It's God. got the same box and poster and art book. It's... You know he what? He just ben? bought it. That's why it's new. <laughs> I don't know why you gotta bring up old shit. Because Dragon oh Ball's God. cool, and I wanted to. <laughs> you were the one who brought up the old shit. Yeah. Well, I feel like Dragon Ball is old shit, Gary, and you bring it up a lot. That's because it's one of the greatest cartoons ever made. Still old shit. Ooh, you just said cartoon. I said what? You just said cartoon. What did I say? You said cartoon. Oh, I'm sorry. It is a cartoon. Oh my god, triggered. We're gonna get we're gonna get so much email hate mail, Gary. Direct, oh, we get, direct we'll get all emails. your hate mail at Gary at uh, everything.com. Oh my god, anime are cartoons. You're just digging your own grave there, Gary. Just because it's made in another country doesn't mean it's not a cartoon. Oh, Give me one example of a Japanese cartoon, please. Tell me. That's just all the sounds of grave digging. Exactly, you can't, because they just call them animes there. It's the same thing. Uh, we at PSU do not... <laughs> <laughs> the opinions of Gary uh, are, are his own and do not reflect the rest of the uh, um, hosts on the show. Please do not hate... Please give me an example. I'm wrong. Nah. Uh, anyway, Devil May Cry, baby. Yes, back to that. Final thoughts. I really enjoyed it. It's probably one of my the uh, one of my top animes of all time. Well, I mean, there's a reason why it won the Crunchyroll Anime of the Year. Yeah, it's Crunchyroll.com. Which is weird because it's a Netflix app. Why did it win in Crunchyroll? Well, it, well, Crunchyroll did a whole bunch of uh, anime awards this this past year, and um, yeah, it wasn't it's the, the top Crunchyroll anime; it's just one of their top anime. Anime overall. Oh, yeah. okay. My bad. So, I mean, because it would be kind of a, um, a a travesty if they were to exclude anything that wasn't on Crunchyroll. But they could exclude Sword Guy. That's fine. Well, Sword Guy probably wasn't even uh, thought of, so... It could exclude be the beginning, too, but no excuse. Gary, why do you gotta bring up old shit? <laughs> I liked be the beginning. I didn't so like did everybody else, much. but Gary doesn't. I didn't mind it. Like I said, Gary hates everything, except for Devilman. Um, I liked Goblin Slayer, thank you very much. Man. He likes anything where... He likes watching men cry, is what it is. And 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 uh, lots well, of. Well, wait. Uh, I'll admit that I, I found that it's an interesting thing with him. The you know, one of his humanity sides being the fact that he does cry. Yeah, that well, was that's actually... that's really the whole point of the show, isn't it? Yeah, like... seeing a man cry that's important. Well, it, no, it, the, it, the whole, it's it's not. Important, I really want to great. talk about the ending. I really do. You guys no, back let's do a different one. You ruined it. Yeah, I don't think we should. I really no, think sorry. we should because it's one of those animes that you need to experience to really enjoy yeah. it. It's almost on this on par with uh, um, Violet Evergarden as far as how profound the, the story actually yeah. is. Don't talk to Gary about it. He hated it. I loved that anime up until the halfway point where it just continued on for no reason. There was lots of reason, and I thought the entire show was amazing, so you're wrong. 
Hashtag wrong, hashtag. wrong, 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 wrong. And I, I also liked the uh, OVA movie that they put out as well. I still haven't seen that. I'm I saving it for that. a rainy day. It was very good. I strongly recommend it. But anyway, going back to the one we were having for this week. Um, should we do some I'll ratings then? <laughs> <laughs> How are we scoring it? Uh, so let's start with Gary. Since he so. got so much hate on every from everybody else. So let's let him... <laughs> And, and because he has um, the most experience with uh, Devil Man overall, what would you rate uh, the Crybaby? Uh, I would actually give this one a nine. I thought, like I said, I thought all of it was very, very well done. Um, I thought the voice acting was great. Uh, the English one, because I watched the dub. Um, wow. A lot of familiar voices there as well. Those who watch a lot of anime, you'll probably recognize all the characters. Yeah, the, the story... The big reveals I thought were great. It sucks for me because I knew what the reveals were, so I didn't get the awe like you guys did, <laughs> probably. Well, um, some of them anyway. Some of them I saw from a mile away. Yeah. But, yeah, like to me, I wish I could have re-experienced that. And going into it, I honestly thought like it was a different story. Like, takes place with different characters in the future or in the past or something like that. I had no idea that it was literally the same story just being retold. I thought it was really cool. Uh, yeah, so Devil Man Cry Baby overall did everything for me that it needed to do. It's exactly what I needed it to be. And what, it, what I remembered it, it was back in the day. Uh, but I should warn people, like, this is a violent... Yeah, this should violent anime. <laughs> this should have that warning that Goblin Slayer had. If I'm honest, more than Goblin Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. I mean, it, I think it is rate, uh, rated uh, TVM, is it not? It has to be. There's no way it's not. But honestly, I'd say the first half is way more like conceptually graphic. Yeah, it's the first than... half is more. Um pomp and circumstance when it comes to yeah. um, sins. Yeah, it's really building gets, up the story. And then it gets more focused on the narrative and the events going on rather than uh, the world building. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, Tim, what, what would you rate it? Um, I think because the, the first couple episodes have some... Um, tonal peculiarities as well as inconsistencies. I would put those um, negatives in, but it would only bring the score to like an 8.5. It's still very good, but it takes a certain amount of commitment and time to get through the first bit. But generally, like that's kind of how classics are. It, it yeah. requires a bit of zoomer. And not enough to warrant it as work, but enough for it to be out of your um, out of your what? Sorry, you cut out there for a second. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I want to say. Anyway, I'm also gonna go for eight point five for pretty much the same reasons as Tim. That I was, I felt like it was an eight point five, if I'm honest, because. Oh. took me a little bit to get used to the art style but when I did I really enjoyed it so yeah 8.5 I, mean, I actually have to agree with that 8.5 like I said the first couple episodes were a little bit uh, harder to uh, get going but mm -hmm. once 
it took off. I mean, it really took off. And uh, I mean, the last few episodes, they were definitely a nine to 10 for me. But uh, like I said, the, at the beginning, yeah, balancing it all out, it comes out. To oh, yeah, the ending was like a nine. It was like a 10 for me in places. But yeah, absolutely. I got to take yeah, I, the first part. Can, can I also mention how much I loved how it was all, almost like breaking the fourth wall? Where Devil Man exists there as a manga and an anime, yeah. <laughs> like the old one. <laughs> I thought it was so cool. There's like, oh, there's the old school Devil Man right there. Yeah. Devil Man, Deadpool. <laughs> Dead, d- 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 yeah. Deadpool like Man, Crybaby. Devil uh, it exists just in its natural form. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. So yeah, we all we all really enjoyed it. Yeah, I guess it's me picking the anime for the week. I oh, want to no. go for that one that Gary was talking about, about the cat. <laughs> yeah. My next door neighbor is a cat or something like that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, my roommate is a cat. My it's roommate. Only, yeah. It's only five episodes in so far. So it'll be six by the time the podcast starts. So yeah, I want my roommate to be cat is my podcast. I mean, my uh, show for the week. Is it your favorite <laughs> Mass Effect? It's my favorite Mass Effect. Hey, maybe we can turn into a weekly. So. Well, hopefully that's why if we can get everyone catched up with that, we can make it a weekly. That's my plan. I want Tim to have a weekly. Tim, you should have a weekly you talk about. So yeah, next week we'll be talking about that, and I'll be catching up with Soko Mob because I've been enjoying that too. And hopefully one of you will be watching it also. Waiting for the dub. Damn oh, me. second season stuff. Yeah, second season. Yeah. Yep, I'll. I need to start watching that too, nice. so I'll have to get on that and uh, on the uh, my roommate is a cat. So, Gary, we got any shout outs? Uh, shout outs to you guys, of course. Shout outs to Fonzie. Can't wait to have you back in April. Um, shout outs to Chris. Miss you. Hope you're doing well. Hope to have you back soon. Um, shout outs to the fans, of course, everybody who listens. You guys are awesome. Um, you can, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. And you can reach me at Gagwaush, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H on pretty much everything. Klaus, have you got any shout-outs? Well, as always, shout-out to you guys for having me on. Shout-out to everybody who's listening on the podcast. And shout-out to anybody who is going to Anime Detour. Um, like I said, I just pulled up the information on that. And like I said, it's uh, Saturday, uh, March 30th. At uh, ten thirty a.m. in Greenway, B.C., at the uh, the Hyatt Regency. So, if you're uh, attending Detour, look forward to seeing you there. Um, and also, shout out to uh, Anzi and Chris and everybody. We miss you guys, and hope to have your uh, opinions and uh, discuss anime with you soon. Okay, and Tim. Tim. Tim wants to shout out Chili. Because why not? He also wants to shout out Klaus and Gary, and also his best friend Chris, who he misses with all his heart. Also, Alfonso, the greatest guy ever, says Tim. Um, He also wants to shout out Crystal and everyone else that exists. My wife was amazing. Um, What's that, Tim? You want me to summon on the Gogeta banner? Okay. So first, I want to shout out to everyone that's listening. Um, go check out Seacon. Um, go check out Kupocon, which I might make an appearance at. Um, so we're going to end with some tasty shafting. I'm going to summon on the Gogeta banner right now. 
Let's see how it goes. Do, 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 do. Now loading. Let's get me some. Sound like shaft music. Oh, Tim's back. Yeah, Tim. Oh, sure. Are you talking Official about shaft? shaft? I can dig it. Oh. <laughs> uh, yay! I gave you your shoutouts, Tim. Thank I, you. I shouted out. I shouted out. I'll there for you. Shaft, baby. My internet's being so, a pop. Somebody, right somebody get the shaft theme song. S.O. Right? Gohan. Ah, Boomer. <laughs> S.O. Fasher. Ah, Borgos. S.O. Goku. S.O. Trunks. Best boy Yajirobe. S.O. Vegeta. Ah, Gohan. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. And we end with a Chi Chi. So, oh, nice. <laughs> we'll end with someone that's taken the shaft. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh that wasn't clapping. That wasn't clapping. That was a bunch of stickers. <laughs> oh my god, that was clapping. Bye everyone. <laughs> or is it fapping? Uh, who knows? No, no. no Till next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye everyone. <laughs>